0: And now, it's time for a Deep South legend that's been keeping it real here in Atlanta for over two decades. It's the Buck Baloo Show, only on The Fan.
1: Welcome to the Buck Baloo Show. Here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Streaming at 680thefan.com. Click and watch when we're in studio. Hey, everybody. And, of course, we have the Fan Mobile app, which is awesome. Listen anywhere, anytime, crystal clear. And let's say you've got a big appointment between 10 and 11, you business folks. (laughs) With the mobile app, you can listen to the show anytime during the day or night in case you miss it live. We appreciate you. Thanks for checking in Monday through Friday, 10 to 11. Here on the fan. 10 o'clock hour brought to you by Dupree Plumbing. Go with a plumber I trust and score $50 off your next plumbing service. Gotta love Dupree. They've been around a long, long time. Dupreeplumbing.com. And that mobile app, by the way, driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming Beaver Direct, fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Let them wow you up and coming at Beaver Toyota. Morgan Wallen in the house, here in the Battery, today and tomorrow, right? And my daughter is devastated she won't be able to get in. Because she's, well, she's in college out in Mississippi. Now, she had planned to attend before he canceled earlier during the baseball season. And they're going to pack the house here tonight and tomorrow.
2: They're already lined up out there looking to get in.
1: Yeah, There's a lot a of ladies forward. out there too, man. Yeah, well,
2: yeah, I noticed that too.
1: Good grief. Morgan Wallen's got it going on.
2: Road dog ready
1: to roll. He's fired up. We got past that game you were worried about last week with Georgia and Missouri. Well, now I'm worried about this one. It's just week to week, worry after worry. <laughs> I never knew you as a guy that was worrying.
2: I'm this worried, is a
1: new one. I'm worried this week. I'll be worried next week. Uh, DT in the house, always ready to get to work. Got the earbuds on. What's up with that? High-tech stuff. All right, let's get to work. Bucks. Big. Take. The Georgia Bulldogs are on a magic carpet ride, winning 26 in a row. 36 regular season games in a row, and 24 straight at Sanford Stadium between the hedges. How about them f- dogs? The dogs have now been ranked number one in the AP poll 21 straight weeks. It's been an amazing run of success. Confidence hasn't been this high since I was handing it to Herschel and throwing it to Lindsay. The formula is much the same. Recruit at the highest level, excellent coaching, a real home field advantage, and unleashing a team playing with tremendous confidence. That's how you go on a run like George's on right now. The result of those things, those characteristics, recruiting at a high level, excellent coaching staff, a fan base that is showing up excited to be there the result of that is domination and don't underestimate the power of confidence it's a powerful trait huddling up in the locker room prior to kickoff knowing believing you were about to lay the hammer down again is a wonderful thing no doubts As you look around the room, no questions about whether these guys are going to show up big. You look around the locker room prior to taking the field and see all that talent. And you understand this. There is no way we're going to lose today. Big Take brought to you by Dayco Systems Heating and Air. For your HVAC repair, contact locally owned Dayco Systems at Dacosystems.com, keeping Atlanta comfortable one home at a time. And there's your big take. Yeah, there's nothing better being in that locker room and looking around and seeing all that talent, knowing that that talent's coached up and knowing you're going to take the field and the crowd's going to go crazy and you're going to have a real home field edge. There's no doubt that you're not going to go out there and win and handle your business. And that was wonderful between 1980 and 1983, and it's wonderful right now. I know I've been there, and it's it's a lot of fun. Nothing worse than wondering if you've got enough to get the job done, doubting whether you're going to win, but it's a wonderful thing knowing there's no way you're going to lose today. That confidence, you can't put a price tag on that. And the Bulldogs have plenty of that right now. With this winning streak, I mean, this is, uh, this is phenomenal stuff. And again, it's the same formula from the early 80s to what they're doing right now. Same formula. Let's get to the uh, picks of the week this week. And uh, last week we, uh, we went three and0. I believe I mentioned that on Monday, right? If, if I'm not bragging, nobody else will. I'm going to go with that one. And uh, right now I'm sitting against the spread, 14, 12 and 1 on the season. 14,12 and 1. And now look, we're not doing like the locker room show and picking the over and under in the Central Michigan, Western Michigan game. We're not doing any of that nonsense. We're actually picking relevant football games here on the Buffalo Show. We're not gonna go, We're not going under on the uh, Boise State, San Jose State game. We're keeping it here in the deep south. Showing up with that 14 and 12 and one record.
3: And boom goes
1: the dynamite. All right, today I'm going to go to college football games as normal, and one game out of the National Football League. I'm going to start in the National Football League today. Falcons minus two. I wouldn't dare touch that. Even against the Phoenix Cardinals. I wouldn't dare touch that, man. I'll tell you what I will jump on. I'll jump on the 49ers minus three in Jacksonville. They got Debo back. 49ers are totally motivated on a three-game losing streak. Don't you know they're tired, sick and tired of losing? And they've had extra time to get ready. I'm going San Francisco. I'll take the 49ers and give up the three.
4: And boom goes the dynamite.
1: All right, let's get to college football. We're going to go deep south. Games that matter, games that you're keeping track of. I'm taking Alabama. I'm throwing 11 out there in Lexington, taking on Kentucky. Tied minus 11. This is a 31 to 14 game. The price is wrong, bitch. What? Tied defense. They're going to stuff them. I mean, if you try to play physical against this Alabama defense, forget about it. It isn't going to happen. And you're going to have Milrow running around making plays, feeling really confident about Alabama playing their best football right now. I'll give up the 11 points and I brag about it on Monday, hopefully. Taking Georgia, man, I'm giving up the 10.5 against Ole Miss. It's like a 38 to 20 game. Let's see, 20 plus 10 and a half, 30. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Georgia will cover this game. If you're looking for reasons why, stick around. Coming up here in a few moments, I'm going to show you or tell you what a Georgia win looks like. So I'm going to take the 49ers minus three, Alabama minus 11, Georgia minus the 10 and a half.
3: Pay that man his money.
1: Yeah, it's not really money. I'm not that confident. We got Christmas coming up. The reputation and the prize—that's that's that's what's really on the line for you, Buck. Yeah, yeah. Just the and that's motivation enough to really dive in and study this stuff during the week. And I, I got a chance to see a couple of guys with as far as this NFL pick goes last Saturday. I was hanging out with Trayvon Walker, the former number one pick in the draft, now playing for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And then Chris Conley, former wide receiver, Hudson used to throw him the ball. Chris Conley playing with the 49ers. And boy, they were going back and forth last Saturday, talking about the matchup coming up on Sunday in Jayville. It was a lot of fun seeing those guys talk about it. All right, coming back on the other side, we got Mort. Uh, normally he's on on Wednesday, but uh, we pushed Mort back. He pushed us back to Friday this week, and uh, we're going to run through the NFL with Mort, and I'll talk about the Jackets and Clemson and the Bulldogs, what a win looks like over Ole Miss. That's coming up. Glad you're with me. Buck Ballou Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. This Friday morning, getting ready for a big college football weekend. And we might even see the Falcons win on Sunday. I'm just saying. What? Yeah, we might even see them win on Sunday, believe it or not. And, hey, the fan is the only place to be on college football Saturdays. Going to broadcast live from 4 to 7 from the $3 cafe in Kennesaw with 680 College Game Day. Now, I won't be a part of it. We got some guys who are going to be a big part of it. I I did this College Football Today show for like 21 years on early Saturday mornings. But uh, well, they continue to rock and roll with these Saturday college football shows right here on the College Football Voice of the South, 680 The Fan. So I want to invite you to come on by, see the boys, and enjoy Atlanta's best wings and coldest beer At $3 Cafe in Kennesaw, they've got Atlanta's best wings and family-friendly sports bar. You're going to love it. And uh, DT, you see what I got right here? Let me open this envelope up.
2: It looks official, but...
1: Ooh, I I recognize that. I know what that is. You see what this is? What is this? Uh, That'll get you into the game tomorrow. That is the Georgia credential, baby, for the Ole Miss game. Yes, sir. Sitting on the 50-yard line, and they're serving up lunch. You get to see a lot of uh, the colleagues out there. Better enjoy that 50-40-yard line. I mean, it just Uh, doesn't get any better than this right here. Enjoy it while we can, though. Watching on 680thefan.com. Get a good look of this Georgia credential for the Ole Miss game. Yes, sir. And uh, one, I want to invite you to slide on by the Georgia bookstore. Game will kick off at 7, and that means from 4 to 6, I'll be with some of the Georgia big-timers uh, selling the, uh, my book Inside the Hedges at the bookstore. I want to invite you to come on by. It's going to make a great Christmas gift for that Bulldog fan that you know. And I hope we'll see you there. It is time for more.
0: The best NFL insider in the business is only on the fan. This is ESPN's NFL insider, Chris Mortensen.
1: Mort, I tell you what, I love you every Wednesday here on the
3: show, and I love it on Friday too, brother. How's it going? Uh, well, you know, I've been busy buying uh, between the heads. As, <laughs> I got to send you Christmas, one of those. It's Christmas gifts to
1: the friend of my Georgia friends. Well, Morton, send me the address for the residents. I know you got two or three of these spots around the country. Send me the one you're going to be at. I'm going to mail you an autographed copy today. All uh, right. I'll test you. I'll test you. Yeah, that sounds good, man. So Mort, we are, we're down and out here in Atlanta with the Falcons. We have not been playing very well. We've had a quarterback change. We've got this bye week coming up. We're we're playing the Phoenix Cardinals on the road Sunday. We need the the Falcons to lift us up a little bit here. What are the chances that's going to happen Sunday with Kyler Murray coming back?
3: Well, they should be happy that Arizona, that Josh Dobbs, go to, go to Minnesota. No doubt. I mean, that's a, because Arizona is, a, is actually a physical football team. They can play you tough, but the quarterback situation is not very good. So yeah. if Atlanta's going to win a road game, it's before the bye week, right? Exactly. It, it, this is a must win. And, and now I say that loosely because people always say, well, what happens if they don't win is the season no or no, but it's the type of win you've got to have it as a team there's no doubt
1: about it. Uh, more at the, the game last night was, I tried to watch it. it. It was totally unwatchable last night with the Bears and Panthers. Bryce Young.
3: We knew, knew, knew it would be.
1: Yeah. I mean, you knew that going in. They get a good one next Thursday night, I believe. But that one last night was, a, uh, was unwatchable. Bryce Young. I mean, what,
3: did they make a mistake taking him with that first pick? Well, I think there's a there's a different uh, discussion there. First of all, they did a good job of showing former number one picks and what their records were, right? Stats, everything. But having watched Bryce so much in college, he's playing slower. Uh, I mean, listen, their receivers are the worst in the NFL, but <laughs> he's, he, he 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 is. Playing slower, more tentative, m- not as accurate, so he's just not playing well. And the bottom line is, C.J. Stroud, and I think this is the underrated game this week, uh, Houston at Cincinnati. Yeah, because the Bengals Bengals have some injuries. C.J. Stroud is playing better than any rookie quarterback we've seen coming to this league in a long time. I'm talking about up, up to this point. So you could, you could say, you can actually say, yeah, they made a mistake. It's just ironic that the only game the Panthers won, and Bryce Young played very well, was against Houston and C.J. Stroud. Yeah. But that's, that, that was this one game.
1: Morta had a chance to hang out with Trayvon Walker and Chris Conley last Saturday over in Athens. They both had bye weeks. We'll see San Francisco taking on Jacksonville coming up this weekend. And uh, the boys, they were going back and forth. Conley with the 49ers now. uh, Obviously, Trayvon, number one pick going down to Jacksonville. And I asked Trayvon, I said, what what can you tell me, man? Where you guys going to be playing the next two seasons while they tear down that stadium and rebuild down there? Where where do you think they're going to be playing the next two years?
3: Well, they're still trying to figure out when they're going to to start building. They're hoping to have a one-year absence, which is impossible. Uh, And I don't know that right now. It's, you know, they've got a mess. They can't agree on how this is all getting paid for and where they'll play and, you know, initially I always assumed it would be Orlando, but a lot of them don't want to play there, so that's a mystery right now. Yeah,
1: Trayvon was that was his best guess. He brought up uh, Orlando and the uh, the old Citrus Bowl would be the place to go there. Ward, I know you don't you don't get into the conversation about uh, coaches getting fired, and I understand why, but. I'm going to push the envelope and talk about coaches that are on the hot seat here. Um, And and I'm not going to bring up Arthur Smith here. That uh, to me is pretty obvious. All this, some, a lot of people would disagree with this. I just want to bring up bill Belichick. This thing continues to go downhill in Boston. How much longer can we expect to see coach Belichick running the show there with the Patriots? I mean, we are coming close to the end here or, or is this going to end ugly?
3: Yeah, I I think, I think the, the speculation is accurate. This is going to end, you know, end mutually. In other words, that's, that's what it will come to. But Robert Kraft is not afraid to make a move. I mean, this is, it, 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 there's no question he's, he made the move to bring in Bill O'Brien. Now, that is, if there's a worse roster in this league, maybe it's the Panthers, it's the Patriots. Problem is the general manager is Bill Belichick. Yeah. So uh I I think that they will come to an agreement that it's time to move on. So yes, I think there'll be a new coast in New England. Uh just an opinion. But I, I think all that speculation is is uh, right on. Yeah, all the all the good
1: things come to an end at some point in time, and then you know the other other one that really stands out to me are the uh, the Chargers, where you got Staley running the show there, and uh, he's running that defense, man. More uh, the only pass defense I've seen worse than the Chargers is LSU. LSU's the only one playing worse pass defense than the Chargers are.
3: But he's a defensive coach. I know it, and coordinator. Uh, I know, and yet they have so many dynamic players here and there, and obviously on the offense, and that they're they they're not an easy out. Uh, but yeah, no, no. Listen, I, I I wondered last year. I said, "Is he going to get fired?" And somebody said, "No, it'll be another year the span of the Spanos family. They don't they don't like paying off the contracts." Yeah. Uh you know, their attendance is weird because 'cause they're a tenant at that stadium. Uh and let's people see still see them as the San Diego Chargers. Yeah. But but uh you know, to me they've got to the, uh I think I, I would be surprised if they're back if they don't make the playoffs.
1: Mm. Yeah. Uh, so Good stuff. More uh, Appreciate you coming on on this Friday. We'll look forward to talking to you next week. Have a great weekend. All right, Buck. You too. Chris Mortensen, join us on the Hobson & Hobson Newsmaker line as our truest NFL insider. Love more being a part of the show. All right, let's talk a little college football. I want to talk about Georgia Tech. You know, we're the home of the Jackets here on 680 The Fan. Home of the Jackets. Jackets. How about Tech? They got a uh, tough, what normally is a uh, tough matchup. Uh, they, they travel to Clemson to take on the Tigers. I see where Clemson, a 14-and-a-half point favorite over Georgia Tech, a team that's won three of their last four games, playing at a really high level, especially on offense. And I've been bragging on their offensive coordinator, Buster Faulkner, been bragging on their quarterback, Haynes King. They are working tremendously well together and boy that offense they are running it they are passing it. Uh, they are getting the job done and this is the uh, this is the best matchup on this side of the ball in this game. You got the tech offense playing so well you've seen a lot of screens and counters and RPOs and jet sweeps. They're hitting big explosive plays in the passing game. They're running the ball effectively. The quarterback's helping out with that, creating a lot of one-on-one matchups with play design and game planning by Faulkner. This has been really, really impressive. Coming off a game where they ran for over 300 yards against Virginia. Meanwhile, you got the Clemson defense, it is playing a really high caliber style of play defensively. A lot of people trash trashing Clemson right now as they sit there five and four. And, you know, Dabo has not been in a good mood here the last couple of weeks. Reason why is their offense a big disappointment? But what's hidden is the Clemson defense continues to play at a high level. They are number six in college football in total defense. And for you you folks out there there are a lot of you that really believe in yards, so I'm going to ta- talk your language here for a second. It's a clips of defense allowing 273 yards a game. Totally stuffed Notre Dame. The last time I checked. And Notre Dame coming in with a pretty good offense there. Uh you know, so in this uh, on this side of the ball, Tech uh, has a shot to pull off the upset or or keep this game close leave with one of those moral victories. I heard Joe Ham talking about it as he walked out the door today. Then I believe the key on this side of the ball is Tech has got to convert at a high number on third down. Stay on the field. Keep the drives going. Get, in, uh, get into the red zone and put seven on the board instead of kicking the field goal. This is a, the difference will be determined on this side of the ball. Tech's defense has uh, done a pretty good job of stopping the run. You got Clemson's offense that, as I mentioned, Garrett Riley, big name dude, Lincoln's brother, hired by Clemson during the offseason. Ex- uh, everybody was expecting, including me, seeing the Tigers turn it up a couple of notches offensively. They, we have not seen that happen. And I believe it's because Garrett Riley doesn't have a free hand in what they want to do offensively. Last week against Notre Dame, this Tigers offensive line had their best performance of the season. They ran it 43 times. And they didn't even have their number one running back back in their Will Shipley. Well, he's back this week. Shipley is back. And Mafa, that combination is going to be tough to stop. As far as this tech defense goes hope we're going to see a good game over there both teams looking to put one in the win column so they can be bowl eligible clemson favored by 14 and a half road dog who are you pulling for in this game man go tigers (laughs) road dog you weren't around uh, when i was playing and back then Our number one rival was the Clemson Tigers. They had it going on. That thing was intense, more intense than any other game, any other rivalry that we played at Georgia back in the early 80s.
2: I know I've heard you and and Kevin Butler and Rex Robinson and some of the other guys talk about that rivalry from back then, and I definitely uh, have respect for that. And, hey, we're bringing it back. we got a couple matchups with them in the future scheduling coming up soon. Um, But for me, I thought you were going to say you're not pulling for either one of them. Well, yeah, I wouldn't mind that a tie somehow, (laughs) even though they don't have those anymore.
1: I thought you might say you were hoping both would lose, as if that would be possible.
2: But I don't mind pulling for the Tigers over, uh, especially over Tech. Oh wow! So Florida's the one team for me that I hate that I would never pull for in any way. Yeah. Uh, so I can see that, and I
1: understand why. I mean,
2: with that run, the Spurrier had as yeah, the head, yeah, growing coach, up in the '90s, yeah, you saw the Gators putting it on Georgia every single year, and then and then even with Urban Meyer in the early 2000s, I mean, it was rough. Yeah, that was hard to take. There, I mean, Spurrier I had respect for. I didn't have any
1: respect for Urban Meyer.
2: Those were long trips home from Jacksonville after some you, of
1: those games. I almost thought about not going. It got so bad. Just playing golf here in Metro Atlanta. Seriously. Yeah, unfortunately, I was a student during that uh, little era. Yeah, and that's, those are hard mm-hmm. to forget. much fun, yeah. Yeah, and then Tennessee in the 90s really handled us, too. We went a long time without winning, beating Tennessee. That's, that's one of the beautiful things about Georgia football. You can list... Three, four, five, six big rivals that uh that Georgia's had through the years. So to Georgia, let's talk Georgia football.
0: The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balou. 25-20, 15, 10, 5. Get it. there! Dog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's Own Credit Union, Georgia Pack and Load, Finley Roofing, and by attorney Ken Nugent, and that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM.
1: A lot of people have been wondering. You, know, you may have missed it on social media, but the ESPN Game Day will be in Athens tomorrow. And they have announced who the celebrity game day picker will be. And it's going to be Nolan Smith. Eagles with the weekend off. Saw their center on that Thursday night game last night, Kelsey. He doesn't even know where his brother's at. I got a good guess. But Nolan Smith will represent Georgia and the Bulldogs on game day tomorrow. Couldn't have selected... A more deserving guy to be the celebrity game day picker than Nolan Smith. Just about to say, talk about a DGD right there, Buck. I think a lot of these fans are obsessed with this game day picker thing. I, I can't say I've, I've ever been really uh, caught up in that controversy. Who should do it and who shouldn't do it? Who's going to be on game day yeah, it's good to see Nolan Smith's going to be a part of it.
2: I think there's a lot of those Philly dogs in town this week. Yeah. Last night, uh, Kirby said that Keeley's been working out at the at Buttsmere this whole week. He said there's some other Jordan Davis's in town. There's going to be a contingent. Yeah, uh, of Those Philly Dean. dogs on the sidelines tomorrow.
1: Yeah. I just uh, the Eagles. Are, uh, they've got the Eagles. I'll give them credit for this. They know good players coming out of Georgia when they see one. Now the Falcons, not so much. I mean, the Falcons have never drafted a Georgia player in the first or second round. And we're talking about over 55 years of football. Got to be an agenda
2: up there with the Falcons. And they're missing out on some big-time talent. And you, you mentioned uh, game day being there tomorrow. Today, out there in Athens, Pat McAfee will be doing his show. I wonder if he'll have a sleeveless shirt or bundled up a little warmer. Well,
1: I don't know. It's supposed to rain, isn't it? Yeah. I bet those teenagers are going to turn out. They're the only ones that really like that guy. They seem to be drawn to him. Yeah, me, not so much. All right, what does a Georgia uh, Georgia victory over Ole Miss look like tomorrow? Well, let me lay it out for you. And let's start with the Georgia defense. A lot of talk about Ole Miss and all the things they do offensively. They... You know, most people start with their passing game as if they're pass happy. I've always respected that Lane Kiffin and his offensive coordinator, they've got a philosophy of balance. And that seems to, most fans seem to overlook that. They uh, run the ball very well. They pass the ball very well. There's some balance with them. Uh, For Georgia, what does a Bulldog victory look like? Well, on this side of the ball, you get Georgia playing the run tough. On first down, first and ten, Play the run tough. Second down, play the run tough. Now, I'm not saying completely shut down Judkins, who was a tremendous running back. But play it tough. Force some third and long situations. Get them in third down and six, third down and eight, third down and ten. And then you get after their quarterback when they're in those third down and long situations. One thing I, you know, looking at the stats coming into this game and studying the matchup a little bit during the week, one thing that jumped off the page is Ole Miss offensively on third down, not very good. 36% conversion rate on third down for Ole Miss. And uh, Jackson Dart, his level of performance on third down goes down significantly. He's only completing 51% of his passes on third down. On the road, I'm talking about. And it's going to be a hostile environment. They're on Dooley Field between the hedges tomorrow night. So, to me, that is what a Georgia victory looks like on that side of the ball. You know, Judkins may get, uh, I don't know, 80, 90 yards or something like that. But but just play it tough on first down and second down. Force these third and longs where the rebel Rebels' conversion rate goes down. Dart stick, uh, effectiveness goes down. That is the key as I see it on, on that side of the ball. Let's flip it around. Bulldog offense taking on this Ole Miss defense. I think the key for Georgia in this game is to do what they've been doing, and that is have some balance. Run Edwards, run Milton, run the ball effectively, knock them off the ball a little bit. And don't turn the ball over. Balance plus no turnovers. Pound them with the run game mix. It's going to allow you to slow down their pass rush. And that's one thing they do very well. They sack the quarterback very well. But if you pound them with the run game, you're going to slow down that pass rush and get in some third manageable situations where you can run the ball on third down while they're thinking, pin the ears back and bring the heat and get after Carson Beck and sack the quarterback, you slip that run by him. Beck, by the way, on third down, completing 64% of his passes. They're in third and manageable situations a lot of the time. And they do that because they're not having negative plays on first and second down. Negative, negative, negative. Negative on what? I'm being positive here. Ole Miss, one more time, they're 8-1, and one, ranked number eight. Look back a year ago, and you see that they were in the same situation. And you know what happened a year ago? They lost their final four games of the season. And I do remember you basically called that. You called Ole Miss a fraud in the middle of the season when everybody was all up on the Rebels, and they petered out just like you said. Like I think you said we're going to see much the same thing this year. I'm just saying. And that's what a Georgia victory would look like. I've already picked them to cover the spread. I think Georgia fans are going to go home very happy tomorrow night. Now, you're going to get home late. Once you get out of that traffic jam after the ball game, it's going to be like a a 2 a.m. bedtime for you. You're going to miss that late West Coast game. Just trying to get out of there and get back home. I called somebody bragging outside our complex here today. Stopped and talked coming into the building. And one of our other tenants here in the Battery Atlanta was bragging that he had a condo in Athens. He didn't care what time that game ended. And I believe he's going to go home happy. Hopefully the Falcons are going to give us a win against the Phoenix Cardinals coming up on Sunday. I'll talk about that game and what's going on with our Falcons coming up next. Got the Buck Blue Show here on this Friday morning. Thanks so much for listening to The
0: fans. 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win.
4: This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.
0: Good job, Hubbard. He nailed it. Hit it out of the park.
1: You can count on Hubbard, man. Hey, do you think you have what it takes to be 680s next big fan? Apparently, we're looking for fresh voices to take over the podcast space. At 680, the fan seeking young, eager, unique duos and trios to join our podcast talent. And the top three podcast idea submissions will interview live with Chuck and Chernoff. That should be interesting. With one podcaster's dream brought to life, where you're going to record, edit, and post your podcast from our 680 Podcast Studio weekly for 20 episodes. Wow! To submit your podcast ideas and demos, and to take your shot becoming the newest sports podcast at 680 The Fan, apply today at 680thefan.com slash fan. All right, I promised I'm going to deliver. Let's talk Falcons. We play the Phoenix Cardinals on the road Sunday. Who cares? Cardinals are horrible. Have you seen their record? They've won one game. One. Now they get Kyler Murray back, which should be uh, interesting. I think we're going to be chasing him around a little bit defensively. I mean, that little jitterbug. I mean, I think a Rocky trying to catch that chicken, and Rocky won. Sort of think about uh, that when I think about Kyler Murray and his game. At his height, I, one of the most exciting players in the entire league. Just a question of how healthy the, that he is going to be. <laughs> he's like 5'10". It's only the third quarterback, I think, 5'10 in the you know, league. He's stout. He's strong, but, yeah, he's he's. a got short Kyler Murray, quarterback. I think a Doug Flutie, and then Bryce Young. Three, five, ten quarterbacks that have played in the National Football League, and Murray is a, a jitterbug. So our defense is going to have to uh, be in good shape. I guess they get that oxygen over there on the sideline, so when they come off the field, they can breathe some of that. They're going to be chasing Murray around a little bit. Now I saw where Arthur Smith was telling the media that the quarterback, his quarterback situation. Now they're going with Taylor Heineke on Sunday. Good move, Art. Good move. But then after the game on Sunday, the Falcons have their bye week. And they will talk about who's going to be the quarterback the rest of the season for the Falcons. Here's the way I see it. As long as the Falcons are still in the NFC South race, Heineke should be the quarterback. And I've already detailed why on the show. Guess I can do it again right now. The ball gets out on time. He's better at the pre and post snap reads. The ball's going to the right part of the field, the right receiver. Now look, if the Falcons continue to lose and fall out of the race, then I can see why you might want to play Ritter the rest of the year. And then at the end of the season, this is the way I see it, with a three-year plan coming to an end, the Falcons don't win the South, the Falcons don't make the playoffs, or the Falcons finish with another losing record for the sixth year in a row. You cut Art loose, and you take a quarterback with a, with a pick in the first round. There are going to be 10 to 12 good quarterback prospects out there in the upcoming draft. And that is the way I see it. That's brought to you by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com.
0: Time for the final word. Brought to you by Howard Brothers, keeping Georgia green since 1955.
1: Hey, heads up, Dogs fans and Sweet Onion fans, every week I'm giving away a copy of my new book about the championship 1980 season, Inside the Hedges, thanks to my friends at Schumann Farms. Giving away the book right now. Call 404-231-1680. You'll get the book, signed, signed copy of the book and a Schumann Farms gift bag. So make the call right now. You've heard me talk about Schumann Farms. Not only are they uh, the official sweet onion of the Georgia Bulldogs, but the official sweet onion of the Baloo Kitchen. You can find Schumann Farms onions in uh, Publix. I want to go out there and purchase some of those today. So listen, call right now, 404-231-1680, and get the signed book and that Schumann Farms gift bag. Got to love those folks. And if you don't win, go to insidethehedges.com, and you can purchase the book there. Make a great Christmas gift for that Bulldog fan that you know. Uh, the locker room show is late. End of the Belushi show, which only gets 42 minutes. And so I'm going to blame the reason why I'm late. Nick and Chris put it on the locker room. They get three hours. They should be out on time. Folks, have a great weekend. Back on Monday, we'll talk to them. Thank you, bud.
0: The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions and the marketing madmen have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why.
4: First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.